Now this is very interesting. NJPW Strong, huge endorsement in one of their wrestlers, a younger wrestler in this week's episode of Strong. But let's get to that in a minute. First of all, I'm just ignoring the rather nasty hiatus and the music that's too quiet when we start. And uh, Rue Walt, Rue Holt, Morris, English, whatever it's called, and uh, Koslov having to um, cover, which they do very well, actually. This is a full haul. Crowd are really into it. It doesn't look as bright. It looks as it looks darker, the picture. That's really good. You get the idea that it's a sweaty evening and it's a proper event. Really good, actually. And first of all, we've got the West Coast Wrecking Crew. That'll be Nelson and Isaacs with Kratos versus and uh, Limelight, Danny Limelight on commentary because he can do that sort of stuff and it's nice to hear him versus David Finley, Coglin and Yumara. Well, Kratos is the big boy here. Coglin would be the big boy on the other on the other team. Something happens. Coglin and Kratos start off together. He kind of ha- he kind of handles Kratos first of all then shocks him into action he picks him up as he's sitting on the mat and suplexes him that's marvellous stuff there's a massive um, Coglin suplex on Isaacs Isaacs is such a good hand Nelson's got his uh, I think it's left or right left shoulder um, a little bit uh, no right shoulder banged up and obviously has it in some kind of sling there. Anyway, back to the match. Coglan lifts J.R. Kratos and body slams him. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. And then you've got West Coast Wrecking Crew doing a lot of work here, including a beautiful full Nelson into a suplex, then into a reverse cutter from the top for the West Coast Wrecking Crew pin. Because it was all them. Crowd were really into it. It was a lovely match. Ruwalt told us that the tension was literally boiling over. It isn't, though, is it? It's not literally boiling over. That would be something different. And then there are chants as J.R. Kratos goes of, Fuck you, Kratos. And he comes back and gives them two fingers. Yes! Double middle digits. That was a really good match to start with. And when you look at Phantasmo and Juice Robinson up next, love Phantasmo, never really sold on Juice. I always think if you've got to say, hey, look at me, I'm crazy, you're not really. That sometimes doesn't doesn't ring true. The um, there, are some, there are some exceptions that prove the rule, and Macho Man Randy Savage was one of them. He was an extraordinary personality who dressed like it. Robinson looks more and more like um, Macho Man Randy Savage. He's even got the hair. And that's not ideal for him, I suspect. Anyway, it's an odd spot earlier on where Juice sort of buckles on his leg and speaks to the ref as if to say, that's it, that's me, done. Then he comes back as he was before with two atomic drops. It's weird. Phantasmo is great at all this kind of bullet club nastiness, including a jewel shot, a back scratch, 
and then two cartwheels to another back rake and then walking the ropes and really, I mean, walking them for ages just so we can get another back rake, it's lovely. Then into a nipple twist and Robinson has to hit him with a rather large forearm to get free. That's really nice, actually. Some of the other stuff here, really nice Phantasmo Frankensteiner. He's got a lovely splash. He hangs there for so long. Pretty much like um, the elbow drop from Mr. Savage. He gets a very long two for that. Then he's able to hit the Styles Clash. Bullet Club fan, Bullet Club ex-member for another very long two. There is a ref bump, but it's not egregious. It doesn't last for too long, really. Because during that time, and it wasn't as if he did it on purpose, the ref was in the wrong place at the wrong time, Phantasmo takes the opportunity to get a punch right to the twig and the berries. I think he got both. And then Phantasmo goes for the kick. And Juice Robinson kind of swats it away, which is not doesn't look ideal, but then hits the pulp friction, which is really the kill switch, for another long two. Doesn't work, so he hits the lariat, which knocks Phantasmo inside out. And then the HHB, which is a package power slam for the pin. PPP, package power slam for the pin. A great, lovely looking move. And that was a pretty good match. Loads of energy, no quarter given, great moves. Phantasmo was able to do his heel stuff. Juice was able to say, look at me, I'm weird. And um, yeah, into something else that's great. Buddy Murphy, now Buddy Matthews, coming to NJPW. We're going to have the next main event, 13th of November. Is it called something for the valley? Can't remember. Anyway, looking forward to it. And Buddy will be there. Great. Now, this is your main event. Something extraordinary happened in this. It's Clark Connors and Ren Narita. Young Guns versus TJP and Osprey. Older established guns. Now, United Empire, you would expect that they would dominate here. That's not the case. Earlier on, TJP has Ren Narita in a head scissors, sits down, celebrates it, look at me! Ren Narita reverses it and then hits the, uh, it's the leg lock uh, and TJP gets to the ropes. Osprey wants Narita, Narita wants Osprey, wants to test himself. Osprey says, all right then, see if he can hang with me here. Takes him to the outside, puts him on his shoulders, lawn darts him onto the ring post. That, or into the ring post, that is lovely. And then there's a great, brutal TJP dragon screw on Connors. You really get to see it close up. Good talk on it. Connors comes back with a massive pounce on Osprey. And then there is a great... Um, Narita, huge overhead throw and a half Nelson suplex into the Brain Buster. All on Osprey for all two counts. So you get two long two counts for that. Something's happening here. But Osprey takes control again with a handspring tilt-a-whirl kick and one of those fists to the back of the head. And you think, this is the end. It must be the end. They hit a lovely neck breaker and knees double move. And you think, this is it. It's got to be. But then TJP and Narita are in. Narita catches Osprey on the apron. There's a spear from Connors. And then the fisherman suplex from Narita to TJP for the pin. Oh, yes. They let Narita have the pin on TJP, but not on Osprey. He comes in afterwards and there's some afters and he's going to stomp that. No, 
He's been caught. Narita handles him, takes the belt, tosses it back to him, says, I don't want your fake belt. I want to win over you. That just shows NJPW saying, okay, Ren Narita it is then. He's the man for the future. Along with Connors, of course. He's got the rub there too, but Narita's our man. And Osprey might be reaching down to say, come on, I'll do some work with you. That's great to see. A load of stuff happened in this, in this episode, along with Coglan lifting and, and, and dealing with J.R. Kratos. That's another feud that I'd love to see happen. NJPW do this so well, and they've segued to having the crowd so brilliantly. It just adds extra stuff, and it just it adds a bit of a freestyle, a bit of a frenetic feel. A bit of a big fight feel. That's what was lacking. The wrestling's still there, but it just seems a bit dirtier, a bit grittier, a bit grimier. And I love that. I know you do too. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.